es el Dios de Abraham, Dios de Isaac y de Everybody, welcome back to another youth service. As you can see, it's a little different. This is not our normal setup. Well, my name is John Bignon, and I'm accompanied by Karen Benitez, Ileana Pignon, Jonathan Figueroa, Isaiah Severo. And we come to you today with something powerful. But first, I want to thank my pastors Julio and Amber Pignon and my pastora. Uh, Elvira Peñon for allowing us to sit here and talk to you guys today. We have a few announcements, so I'm going to throw it over to Eliana. And so a reminder is that on Friday, we have church services at 7, and on Sunday, we have church services at 11. And so please share with friends and family, and I'd like to pass it on to our brother Jonathan that is going to bring us in with the prayer. Amen, amen. Um, as you guys can see, we're doing it a little bit different. We have a whole group instead of just one or two people. And today we're going to talk to you guys about fasting and prayer. Um, if you guys want to bow down your heads, um, the girls get their bellows and then the guys get ready to um, pray so we can start this service. And then when I'm done, when I'm done praying, we're going to pass it down to John so he can um, enter us with the word. All right. We can lower our heads and bow down our heads. Gracias, Señor Jesús, por un día más, Padre, que usted nos ha permitido estar aquí, Señor, en su casa. Más que nada, Padre, se le está compartiendo una palabra que usted los puso, Padre. Que esta palabra, Señor Jesús, sea edificación a las vidas, a los jóvenes, Padre Celestial, a los adultos que están viendo esta transmisión por medio de, sus, de las redes sociales, Padre Celestial, por medio de Facebook, de YouTube, y donde se va a transmitir esta, esta palabra, Señor Jesús. Que usted los perdone por todo mal que hayamos hecho, Padre Celestial, delante de sus ojos, delante de su presencia, Padre Celestial, y que nosotros podamos hacer vasos útiles, Padre, para poder derramar, Señor, eso es lo que usted tiene para nosotros, para que usted derrame, Padre Celestial, de su presencia, Padre, de su um, anointing, Padre God, sobre nosotros y sobre la gente, Padre Celestial. Damos gracias y los movemos hoy de este lugar, Padre, para que usted tome control de nuestros cuerpos, de nuestras mentes, de nuestros ojos, Señor Jesús, que usted pueda fluir hoy en esta hermosa noche, Padre Celestial. Te damos gracias y toda la gloria y toda la honra sea para Amen. 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 <laughs> I prayed in Spanish, guys, because you know, I just love praying in Spanish. It's better than praying in English, at least for me. But right now, I'm going to pass it on to our brother John, who's going to um, open up with the word that we have today for you guys. Thank you, Jonathan. I appreciate that prayer. So, as you can see, yeah, it's a different setup today. Instead of coming to you guys with a preaching or like with just facts and a word, we want it to be more like homey, like we told you, that you're part of our youth as well. It's not just us and our youth and our church, no. It's you guys at home. We want to make you guys feel comfortable. And we changed the setup today because we want to try something different, you know? Today, like my brother Jonathan said, we're going to be talking about fasting and prayer. And a lot of us youth, especially us, we get caught up with work. We get caught up with the things of the world and our being on our phones and video games. We get caught up with going to school and doing all this homework. But sometimes we need a refill. Imagine like a cup, and you're pouring it up at the water, and you drink water, right? It starts getting empty, and it gets less and less and less, and you need that refill. That's what we need as Christians. We need that refill from God. But how do we get that refill from God? By fasting and prayer. 
like the Bible says, when you go to the when you go to God in fasting and prayer, it's the most like beautiful thing to Him. It's a sacrifice, especially like, for example, fasting of food. Right, humans, we need food to live to survive. We we always get hungry. Like that's the number one thing we always want. But if you're telling God, you know what, Lord, today I'm gonna put that aside and I'm just gonna go focus on you, only on you today, God. I'm gonna put that food aside and I'm gonna let my my flesh die and I'm gonna let my spirit grow stronger. That's the most beautiful thing to God. And Karen, um, Karen's gonna I'm gonna throw it to Karen and she's gonna go in deep more on fasting and praying. All right. So um, fasting and praying it's an act of obedience. Um, that brings spiritual release, favor, and blessing. What happens when we fast? It's coming to an understanding that spiritually we are fighting our flesh and nuestra carne. And what does um, the flesh mean spiritually? The flesh longs and anhela worldly things. The flesh wants to do things that the soul doesn't. In Ephesians um, 6.11, my sister Eliana is going to read it for us. While she's flipping to that, make sure you guys have your Bibles because you already know. Every service, you need your Bibles. You need to have a pencil and paper to write down the Bible verses too. You guys need to be ready. And you guys got to be ready to take notes because sometimes us as youth, we be forgetting. Like for me, sometimes we be getting, I'll be at church and then the pastor be preaching. And then if I don't take notes, the next day I'm like, what? What did he say? And then I'll be, I'll be like super forgetting. But God is good, guys. God is Amen. Awesome. So in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, it says, Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. Amen. Um, can you keep going? <laughs> For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual sp- forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. All right, amen. And in Second um, Corinthians 10, 4, it says, The weapons we fight with are not from the world, but have divine power to bring us down and, and hold strongholds. Um, prayer and fasting. Prayer is what connects you to God, and fasting is what disconnects you from the word of God. Our battle is spiritually when fighting. Our, our, our integrity, nuestra integridad, is the armor of God. Without integrity, we can't defeat the devil when we're fasting because... When we're fasting, we're always tempted with food or we're always like, oh, I want to watch this on my phone, but I can't because I'm fasting and stuff like that. We need integrity. It's the only way to defeat the devil. And if anybody wants to add on. (laughs) (laughs) I like what she said right there because that's true because, like, some days when I get up, like, a few weeks ago and I was going to fast and it was like a food fast, you know? I was trying to fast for God and everything. I went into the kitchen and I went to go grab food, you know, like my normal routine, I guess you could say. And I went in there, I opened the fridge, I was like, wait, what the heck? I'm fasting, I can't eat food right now. And I closed the door. But sometimes the enemy tries to throw those darts at me and it's like, ah, oh, no, go ahead and get, go ahead and eat. Now you're hungry, go ahead, get that, get that little snack or something, you know? The, but God is good. And I know that man doesn't live on food alone, but by the every word that comes from the living word of God. Um, what's it called? Mm-hmm. I, have, I can relate to what John said. Sometimes I'm, I'd be in my room, I'm, I'd be laying down, and then I'd be like, Lord, you know what? I haven't fasted in a while. I need to start fasting. And I'd be laying right there, and I'd be like, Lord, I'm going to fast tomorrow. I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to pray, and I'm going to do this so I, can, so I can please you, so I can get closer to you. And then next thing you know, in the morning, I'd be waking up at 8, and then my, my fasting starts sloppy. And then I go, and I'm, I'm going to go buy food. And I'm like, man, I'm fasting today. I'm like, dang, like, I'm going to go buy food. But my, my stomach is craving it. Like, I'm all craving it because, you know, I haven't been fasting for a while, but yeah, I can relate that to what Karen and you said too. Yeah, amen. Yeah. 
Oh, you guys want me to keep going? Okay. Yes, yes ma'am. <laughs> All right. Um, so to keep going, um, what I want to talk about when fasting and praying is la armadura que te pones when, when you're fasting, like the armor you put on when you're fasting. And when fasting, we need to have the armor of God. In Proverbs 4, 23, my sister Eliana is going to read it for us. Proverbs what, um, Karen? Um, Proverbs um, 4, 23. 4, 23, all right, beautiful. Well, my sister goes to that verse. I, I, like, I like what she says about the armor because, like, we know God has given us the Bible. This is like a weapon that we use to fight the enemy. And now I like how we're going to go in deep talking about the armor, which you need to use for fasting and praying to, to protect yourselves from the things of the world. Eliana? Okay, so in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, it says, put away from you a disciple mind mouth and put devious speech far from you all right so um oh. in mine it kind of says it a little bit different can, says, can i read it Karen, real quick? yeah uh, mine says it's a little bit different too mine is more understandable it says be careful how you think your thoughts make you the person that you are is that that one it mine also says a little different <laughs> <laughs> Twenty three. it says above all guard your heart for everything you do flows from it and for the heart it prepares us for the will of god this war is spiritually, and that's what I keep saying, because it is really spiritually. We're, we're fighting spirituals. Um, the, the angels come to protect us, and they'll fight the demons spiritually in, in the unseen world. And in Ephesians 6, 17, it says, In addition to all this, take the shield of faith, with which you ask to extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one, and the sword of the spirit that is the word of God. Um, what does fasting and praying change? Fasting does not change God, it changes us. And what I mean by that is most of the time we're like, oh, I, I need a, I need a, I'm going to move into a house or I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to fast so God can help me get the house. But that's not how God works. That's um, your flesh and God helping you um, think of stuff, but it's not changing God, it's changing us. The prayer when, the prayer when fasting is extremely important. If, there's, if there is no fasting, if there is no prayer, Involved. If someone is not praying and they're saying I'm fasting, but they're not praying at all, they're doing all their daily stuff. It's not. It's not fasting. It's simply being on a diet. But when praying and fasting, then okay, they're praying and they're reading the Bible. Okay, then you'll consider it a a, um, a fast. And anybody want to add on? Uh, I would add on to that. Uh, what she said, what Karen said about the house. Um, a lot of us Christians, we fast for stuff that it's like. It's those obras de la carne. It doesn't. What I, what I mean, what I'm trying to say by that is, some of us will fast for a new car, for better grades, or for to be taller, to be shorter, or whatever it is. When in reality, fasting helps the soul and it helps you. It's not. It doesn't give you what you want, but it gives you what you need. Amen. Fasting is a call to God to tell you, God, I'm here. Give me what I need. And that's. Amen. That's good. I have something to add on to both of what they're saying, too. I like both of that because to start with what Karen was talking about, if you're saying, Lord, today I'm going to fast for you, but nothing is changing in your normal day, right? Like she said, it's just you're dieting. You're not really fasting for God. If you, your normal schedule is you wake up, you make food for yourself, you know, you're going on homework and everything, and you just have this same routine when you're fasting, you're not really fasting. You need to change your routine, your schedule if you're going to fast. You can say, Lord, I'm going to fast today. Yeah, dijo, okay then. So that means change it. You should, God should be first in every single thing that you do all day. Constantly thinking about him, constantly praying to him, constantly making sure that you're reading the word of God. You're staying in tune to him. Like and Isaiah was saying that when you're going to fast, it's for your flesh 
to die and it's for your spirit to get stronger so you can be more sensitive to the word of God. And I have a Bible verse that's in Joel 2, 12. Even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, weeping, and mourning. If, if you want something from God, you need to be fasting. You need to be crying your heart out, pouring out your soul to him, getting on your knees and fighting your battles with everything that you have. And that's all I had to add, but I like what both of them were, were saying. Okay. All right, so uh, I'm going to keep going. When fasting, most people know it as not eating, and that's one of the main things. That's what fasting um, ayunando means. But there is eating, but it's a different eating. It's eating from the Bible. You're okay. eating when the pastor, most people... They're sitting, they're like, ¿Están listos para comer? It's because they're meaning you're ready to receive a word, receive it in your heart so you can share it with others. Your flesh must die, like John said, for the Lord to live in you. Your spirit needs to fatten up, get chubby, and your, your, like, your minka is like, sometimes we treat it too much because, like, we love food, but, like, we also have to treat our spirit. Um, for our spirit to grow, um, um, fasting is a private thing. And um, my brother Isaiah is going to read it on Matthew 6, 16. The word of God says, Cuando ayunéis, no seáis asustendros como las hipócritas, porque ellos demandan sus rostros para mostrar a los hombres que ayunan de cierto os digo que ya tienen su recompensa pero tú cuando ayunes unge tu cabeza y lava tu rostro para no mostrar a los hombres que ayunas sino a tu padre que está en secreto y tu padre que ve en el secreto te recompensará en público um, what, I, what I understand from this verse is when you're fasting you need to fast with everything you have. On verse 17, it says to incline your head, um, you know, clean out, clean out everything, pour out everything that you have, um, and don't be a hypocrite. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't, don't go out to the world and say, I'm going to fast from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. God, our God is a God of secret. He will grant you the strength that you need. He will provide for you, whatever it is, but in, in secret, like it says in verse 18. He will, he will grant you um, your strength, but that will be in secret, and he will reward you in public. You don't have to do it backwards. It's with whether you lie in public and you don't do it in secret. You could just do what you, do what you need to do when you um, fast. That's, amen. Right, that's Basically. good, brother. Um, I, want to, I want to read the verse in English. Um, it says, When you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with sad face, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men when they be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, fast, anoint your head, and wash your face, so that you don't appear to men to be fasting. But to your Father who is in secret place, and your Father who sees will reward you openly. And what I got this, from this was that when it says that most people, um, they fast and they let other people know. And that's not what God wants, you know. It has to be just you and him connecting together. Because in the verse, it, it's telling that when someone's fasting, they're letting other people know. And it says that your father who is in secret will reward you openly. So which means that he's going to, whatever you, 
um, like fasted for, he's going to let people know, like, without you knowing. I don't know if I'm, that made sense. Um, can, can I add on to what you said? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I can relate that to um, what she said. There's another Bible verse in Matthew where it says um, how to pray. And then in that, in that Bible verse says, um, when you pray to close your door and pray to your father who's in secret. And I can relate that back to the fasting because when you're fasting, you got to be secret with, you got to be in secret with God, just you and him. That communication, like tell the Lord, you know what, I'm going to fast today. I'm going to pray, get on my knees and I'm going to tell him, I'm going to just mourn, you know, like weep and tell him, Lord, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then that fasting will, will soon um, be lived in your life. I, I like what, what you guys are saying about that too because a lot of times like we've done fastings, maybe like five days fasting, two days fasting, whatever, and it starts adding up, you know? I've done fastings where I start walking, like, oh, my stomach, like, I'm hungry, like, oh, you got food, like, oh, oh. but then you, you broke your fast. Because when you're going around, like, oh, I want food, like, I'm hungry, like, oh, man, Jonathan, I'm hungry, man, like, hey, Isaiah, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty. You're breaking your fast, like, what do you mean? You're letting everyone know out there, you're putting it out there that you're fasting for God. When I feel like that and I start feeling like I'm hungry and I want food, I get down on my knees, I start praying to God, I tell the Lord to fill me up, to fill my body up and my stomach that I may not be hungry no more. And it works, and I don't be hungry anymore. And you don't have to let everybody know and have a big mouth and go out there like they're saying and giving examples in the Bible. It's done in secret. It's you and God. It's your relationship with him. Yeah, oh, and I can say something else. Like when you're fasting and then you go to that point where you're, oh, I'm hungry, like, oh, man, just a little bit more, just a little more. But you get hungry and you say, like, oh, I'm hungry. It's like you're basically what you're doing right there in that moment. It's like you're saying, you're like, oh, man, I'm hungry. You're like breaking it in that moment. because yes. Why? Because you're basically trying to do an extra, like um, trying to do a sacrifice. You know what I mean? And then you're not, you're not. You're not doing it with the heart anymore. You're just, like, doing it, like, because sometimes people are obligated. Sometimes yeah. you feel, like, you're pressured to do it. Yeah. And we can't do the fasting like that. We got to do a fasting with the heart. You know, we got to do a fasting, just you and God. Like, Lord, give me strength. Get on your knees and just tell God, you know, give me strength to do this fasting. But sometimes some people can't, can't take it. Sometimes they can't fast for so long, and they got to give up the fasting. Because why? Because sometimes bad things can happen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so basically what they're saying is, like, when they're saying, oh, I'm hungry and stuff like that. The fasting is a sacrifice in our flesh. Fasting is not easy, and it's, we never said it was easy, but it's, gonna, it's powerful. When you fast, you're telling God and that you need him. You're telling him, I need you, Lord. Fasting has to cost you. It's a sacrifice. Like, when, when your mom hits you, like, it hurts. It's a, it's, but, like, it has to hurt you, you know? It's a sacrifice. It's supposed to, like... You're supposed to like, oh, want food. You're gonna, you're gonna. It's but like, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> but like, I, you're I, supposed to be wanting from God. I know what you mean. You I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Me. No, no, I know what you mean. I know what you're talking about. But yeah, go for it. Oh, okay. I wanna, I wanted to add on to that. Like when you're like, I have a Bible verse in Exodus 34:28, and it says Moses was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights without eating bread or drinking water, and he wrote on the tablets of the word of God of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. For we can go into this talking about. When we fast, it's because we want something from God. God or God is going to reveal something to you. And here in this verse, God revealed Moses the Ten Commandments while he was fasting. And you might be like questioning, oh, how did he do that or why did he do that? Because like we're all talking about, when you fast, your flesh gets weak and your spirit gets stronger. So your ears are more open to what God is telling you. Now you're going to be able to hear what he's saying to you. Now you're going to be able to see what he's trying to show you. And for Moses, he revealed them to the Ten Commandments. For us, it could be your gifts that you have. It could be what God wants you to do in your ministry, what God wants you to do for if you play the piano. 
piano, maybe he's trying to make you take out a new song. If you're a teacher, maybe he's giving you new lessons. If you're a pastor, he's giving you a new sermon. Remember that when you're going to fast, it's not like, it's not, you don't have to make the sacrifice. It's already been paid. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Thank you, Jesus. But when we do it, it's for us to get stronger so we can hear the word of God. Amen. Um, I have actually something else to say. Um, what John was trying to say, what John said, basically, I'm going to summarize it. It says, in the Bible, fasting is when people have given up food or drink and spent that time praying, mourning, and seeking God's will. And that's what you basically try to say in, in longer terms. But Thank you, brother. Sure no worries. I got you, bro. I'm <laughs> there. <laughs> summarized everything. <laughs> Thank you. He makes my life easier. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, when someone's fast, they come to understanding that the Lord is the only one they need in their life. Um we need the presence of the Lord desperately. That's why we fast. That is why we, we put um, all the worldly things aside and we come to God as one in one. And fasting is a grace. It's una gracia. And um, what I mean by that is it's when you ask the Holy Spirit for help. It's when you truly want to change and be somebody different. It's, and that's why we fast. Fasting is giving something good to receive something even better. And that's all I had to say for that. Amen. Amen. Um, I would actually like to add on to uh, what bas uh, basically John and Karen said. Um, John mentioned uh, Moses, and Karen mentioned that we have to push our worldly needs aside in order to do a fasting. Um, I would like to mention. I would like to mention um, Jonas, who he had a whole city made like made. Well, he didn't. God made a whole city fast. Um, with, with, the, with, the, with Jonah speaking. Um, I would like to read two verses, um, Jonah's 3, 7 3. He hizo proclamar y anunciar en Nínive por mandato del rey y de sus grandes diciendo, hombres y animales, bueyes y ovejas, no gusten cosa alguna. No se les dé alimento ni beben agua, sino cúbranse de silicio, hombres y animales, y claman a Dios fuertemente, y conviertase cada uno de su mal camino, de la rapiña que hay hoy en sus manos. Hey, brother, can I read it to you in English? Yeah. You, okay, right. beautiful. Right here it says in Jonah um, 3, 7 through 8, right? Yeah. It says, Then the king spoke to all the people in Nineveh. He said together with the important people who work for me, I have made a rule. No man or animal or any group of animals must, task, must taste anything. They must not eat or drink. Men and women must cover themselves with sackcloth. They must cover all the animals with sackcloth to everyone. Must shout in a loud voice to God. They must do this immediately. Everyone must do the good things, not bad things. They must not fight other people. They must not be cruel people any longer. Um, yeah, that's English. Uh, <laughs> that was the English version of what he just said right now. Jo Jonah 3, 7 through 8. Um, yeah. Uh, what I got through that verse was they all, the whole city, animals, babies, burglars, old people, um, everyone, the whole city fasted for three days. Hasta los animales. Even the animals were fasting. Because they were all scared for their life. God told them, you have 40 days to repent. If not, then you're all going to die. <laughs> um, they, they were a cruel city. They were, it, in the Bible says that they did 
so, so many cruel and disgusting and horrible sins. And for that, God gave them 40 days to repent. And they fasted for three days and three nights, and they managed to touch God's heart. Yeah, and they got a second chance. Yep. Amen, brother. Amen. Yeah, that's all. All right. Do you guys want to say anything about it? Or? Indiana? Anybody? Want to um, add on to that? I'll, I'll, I'll say something. Oh, can I, oh wait. Or uh, you can go first. Are you going to keep reading what you have or no? Um, no, I'm just going to okay, just go. <laughs> okay, yeah, because I was going to say something too. Um, what's it called? Let me get it out right here. Okay, I was going to say something about what she talked about, basically everything she said. And uh, Elijah 58, um, 6, if you guys want to follow me, I'll give you guys a little bit of time so you guys can open up your Bibles. And if you guys don't, then I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just playing. But okay, look. Elijah 58, 6 says, is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen to lose the chains of injustice and unite the cords of the yoke to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? So what I got from this Bible verse is the purpose of fasting is so much deeper than simply giving up food for, for just a while. Like my sister said, um, Sister Karen, she said that fasting is just, it's not simply just giving up food. No, it's more than that. It's not just an outward practice, but an inner transformation. Fasting helps you inside spiritually. And then I have right here, it says, it's about addressing the deep, ugly sins of your life, untying the cords of that yoke, and breaking free of that fasting. Uh, of, like, the sin that your ancestors passed on, and then your ancestors from that ancestors passed on, and then your ancestors from that ancestors from that ancestors that passed on. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't think you guys heard me, but you guys got the point. But I'm going to pass you to Karen, who's going to explain deeper into what um, I'm trying to talk about. All right, so the whole meaning of... Fasting and praying is the act of obedience. And when you hear obedience, you're just like, oh, I'm going to have trouble with that. Because obedience for all of us is like, oh, like, uh, like, it's like obedience is like a major thing. It's like, and it's, and fasting and praying is an act of obedience that brings spiritual release. Have knowing spiritual release is having, is when God's having your back. And prayer connects you to God and fasting disconnects you from the world of God. But when fasting, that's when the devil's like, on you like he's on top of you he's people are going to start offering you food people are going to start offering you like hey I'll, I'll buy you something it's my treat today and you're just like the day i fast like why can't it be yesterday or tomorrow and like for me when I, when i'm fasting or when i'm like praying something that always like distracts me is the phone and i bet for everybody it's also the phone like you went oh you knew youtube video came up or my friend just texted me but like we need to understand that when we're fasting and praying it's el tiempo de dios the time we're giving god because we mostly spend so much hours and all today not giving god nothing like how much did you pray yesterday my mom always asks me sometimes and i'm like oh i'm like i pray for my food but like how much time did we actually give god and when we're fasting and praying that's it's it's the most powerful and Ileana, is there anything that distracts you when you're fasting or when you're praying well it's usually the phone well usually and sometimes um not really anything else <laughs> probably my movies my shows that everyone knows here that I, i'm more connected to that but yeah that's basically it that distracts me from anything so how much time are we giving God? Um, I think the last time I preached, um, I preached with Angel and I preached with Jonathan about the seeds and how are we being planted? How is our seed being planted in this earth? How are we growing? How much time are we giving God? How much time are we spending reading the Bible? How much time are we taking time to pray for ourselves and for others? And 
it's it's like it connects to there. If you guys should like go back to some Tuesdays and watch some of those preachings because they're very powerful and they do connect to what we preach. And yeah, I, I like what they're talking about. What what, dis, what distracts you? Because for me, like when I'm fasting, you know, like like or for a normal day, you know, I'm on my phone or I'm on Instagram. You know, some of us be on TikTok or YouTube, like Karen was saying, right? And those days that I fast, the first thing I do when I wake up, like I wake up early in the morning, I start my fasting, I want to go to my phone. I want to start watching YouTube to kill some time or whatever. But then I'm like, I know that if I start doing that, then it's not from God. So sometimes what I'm learning to what distracts me is go out and go do stuff. I'll go on a walk. I'll start talking with God. I'll blast my worship music. I'll start singing. I'll start putting the preachings on. I'll start searching up different preachings, the different things that I want to fulfill myself with. And that makes me feel a lot better, to be honest, because when your mind's off of what you're really doing, it doesn't feel like anything no more. I'll start my fasting at 6, and the next thing I know, it's already like 7 o'clock. I'm like, oh, what the heck? Like, the time went by fast. But the more that you're dwelling on your sitting there, like, oh, you know, I'm fasting, and you just sit in there, you have nothing to do. It's like time is going by so slow. It's like it's taking forever. And I bet a lot of us here, we could relate to that. Um, now I, want, I would want to say, let's give us some examples, guys, of things that we could fast for. Bro, you read my mind. Dang, You're bro. Thinking that- I was going to give an example right now. I was like, oh, man, you see that? Oh, glory to God. I'm just this playing. Guy. I'm just playing. This guy. I'm just clowning you guys. What's an example, Jonathan? An example of like when I get when I when I fast, um, it's um it's hard for me to like read. No, not to read the Bible, but to read a Bible for a, for like a long period of time and to pray for a long period of time. Because when I'm fasting, I feel hungry, but then I feel weak, and then when I feel weak, I feel tired, oh. and then all that compressed in one one like little thing, it makes me weak and it makes me just want to lay down and go to sleep. <laughs> and then what's the crazy guy. thing? The crazy thing about when we fast and we actually, like, we're fasting so we can touch God's heart, it's, that's when, like, you feel the most tiredness. You feel, like, the most, like, hungriness. You feel like, like you just want to give up and, like, doing the fasting, but you got to keep pushing. You got to keep persevering. Why? Because you know that the blessing when you're done with that fasting is going to be greater. Why? Because you have more obstacles that are, that are um, stopping you from that, overcoming that fasting. Like, most of the time, like, sometimes we fasted for, like, um, I fasted for, like, um, I'm not even going to say it. But, okay, I fasted, right? <laughs> I fasted, and then in that fasting that I did, I, I like, felt tired. I felt tired, and then I was like, man, Lord, give me strength, give me strength. And I was praying, Lord, give me strength, give me strength. And then next thing you know, I wake up. I'm like, bro, I fell asleep. Man, I fell asleep during the fasting. And I was mad because I was like, man, I got to keep doing it. I got to keep pushing. And I fell asleep, but I was like, Lord, here I am, here I am. And I just started walking around, like, the whole, um, my little, my apartments. And then I started walking around the park. And I started feeling more energetic. And then when I got home and I started praying, I was like, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I felt sleepy again. I was like, what the heck? It, it was crazy, guys. It's so crazy how the enemy works and how sometimes, like, we, our body and our flesh doesn't want to fast. But then we have to overcome it and we have to be like, no, this body se va a sujetar porque se va a sujetar. Do you have anything else to say, Dana? Um, no, I'm good. Um, <laughs> you guys have anything else to say? Anyone? All right. So, like Jonathan's saying, it's a sacrifice, guys. Fasting and praying is a sacrifice, and it's going to cost you, and it's going to cost you. And, and some days you're going to fall asleep like Jonathan, or you're going like, to like not want to read the Bible. You're like, oh, I have a headache, and stuff like that. But like in, I want to read this um, verse. It's in Ezra's. I don't really know how to say it in English. Um, 8.23, it says, So we fast and pray to our God, asking for his protection, and he listens. Now, a lot of us pray. And we have to pray deeply, deeply, because sometimes when I'm with my with my family, we're like, our our prayer has to reach the heavens. And if you know how far heaven is, it's like, 
Whew. And my mom's like, sometimes your prayer is so weak, it doesn't even reach the it doesn't even reach the roof. And so, but what I'm trying to say is that when you pray, you have to make sure that you make sure that God's listening to your prayers. That when you're fasting, you make sure that it's the connection with you and God. And yep. Um, for me, can I say something real quick? For me, I like thinking about it like a telephone line. I tell this, I I, I don't know. I just like thinking about it like this. Okay, so um, let's say I, I'm gonna start fasting, right? I just say, okay, I'm gonna fast tomorrow. I'm gonna wake up early so I can get that communication with you, like on one on one. Like, let's say you gotta go get an inheritance money. You're gonna wake up early so you can get on that line, and then you could be the first one to get the inheritance money, right? And the same thing with God. I wake up early, like around six, and I'm like, Lord, here I am, here I am. Because why six? Or sometimes I can wake up earlier. Why six, though? Or why, like, wake up at three? Or why wake up at four? Because I think I like to think about it like this most people aren't praying like around three or four. And then that, that connection line, like, I'm going to be praying, I'm going fa- to be praying, Lord, here I am, here I am. I'm going to be weeping, right? And I like thinking what she said, like that the prayer goes up to heaven, right? And then when I pray in the mornings, I like to think about it like a telephone line. Like, I pray, and then God picks up my telephone. He's like, okay, I hear this kid, I hear this kid, I hear this kid. And then I'm like the first one, you know, because no one wakes up like at four in the morning. So and I'm then like, he falls asleep. I'm just playing. Sometimes. I'm just playing. But yeah, like, that's how I like to think about it. Oh, but I also have a Bible verse to what, what I said previous. This is Matthew 4, 2. It says, after fasting, this is Jesus talking. It says, Matthew 4, 2 says, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. He was Jesus. Jesus was hungry. And then what I got from that Bible verse is, I'm imagining, I'm imagining him as a human. He felt, he felt weak. You know, he felt like he couldn't do it anymore. But he, Jesus was relying on God's strength, on God's power, so he can overcome all those hungerness. So he can, and even the, the, the devil tempted him, right? The devil was tempting him. Yep. And, and then he was, but Jesus, he was firm. He was firm. And he was like, no, uh, the man should not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the Father's mouth, right? Amen. And he was just attacking Satan with, with all the Bible verses, with all the scriptures. That's why it's important for us to read the Bible, because when we're in a situation where we can't handle it anymore, we can't. We, we seem we can't have no way out. We have to use the Bible, and we have to be like, no, the Bible says this, and I'm, I'm going to believe this Bible, and I have faith in the Bible, and I have faith in what God wrote in the Bible, because God is not a God, he's not a liar, he's a true God, and he's a God that has a mouth and can speak, he has feet and can walk, he has hands and can use them, not like other, other gods that have the same thing, but he's just standing still, not doing anything, the other gods. But yeah, that's basically all I got to say. Well, what's it called? Um... You guys probably see me here just sitting down, just <laughs> just not saying much, but it's because I'm learning with you guys. This topic, I'm not really, like, know much about it, but I'm learning with you guys. Like, these people here are teaching me something. But what I wanted to say is that um, that most of us, like Jonathan was here saying about the telephone line, that most of us, um, that we feel like God is not there, but he's there, like, actually listening to you. But, like, I've said this before, that most of us, when we're praying or fasting, we're like, oh, like, who are we doing it to? Like, oh, we're doing it just to nobody. Sorry, I'm stuttering. (laughs) But, um, basically, what I've said this before is that you're, you're doing it to God, but most of us see it, like, people from the world, they're like, oh, we're doing it just to nobody. But the air is, like, Basically, like, okay, here's an example. We don't see the air, but the 
We don't see the error, right? But the error is there. It's the exact same with God, because God, we don't see him, but he's actually there. You know? So we got to just know that that there's actually someone there and that he's listening to us. Sorry. <laughs> but I have a Bible verse, actually, if you guys want to join me to 1 John 5.15. And in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And if we know that he hears us and whatever he asks, we know that we have the requests which we have asked for him, from him. So basically what that verse is saying, that he hears us, even though we don't know that, even though we don't see him, basically. But he does hear us, and he's, he's wanting for you just to basically grow yourself and just open up yourself with him, open, have that relationship with him, and get closer to him. Is there anyone that wants oh, to? Man. I, I think that good. was good. That was powerful. <laughs> and I want to I add on to what Jonathan was, was, was saying, too, talking about pretty much Fasting is to, so you can like grow spiritually stronger, right? We all give examples how you're we're equipping armor onto you guys, right? And I like I like the verse where it's talking about where Jesus' disciples, Jesus had cast out a demon from somebody, and his disciples were confused because they had tried that and it didn't work. And they asked the disciples, Jesus, how'd you do that? Like what? We were, we've been trying to do that. And in the Word of God, at seven, Matthew seventeen twenty one, the Word says. Um, However, this kind does not go except by prayer and fasting. So a lot of us that want to be pastors or evangelists or prophets, whatever you, whatever you are for God, it doesn't even matter. If you've been anointed or whatever, you're going to be casting out demons from people. But you just can't go up to someone that's been possessed with a demon or someone that is sick and go up to them and lay your hands on them and say, I rebuke the name of Jesus Christ and you're good. And then boom, it's, it's all fixed. It doesn't work like that. God is a God of order. You need to be in prayer. You need to be in deeply in prayer. And like we said, the telephone line is always open early in the morning. So we're giving you examples. Get up early in the morning. Start that prayer. Start that communication with God. You need to be fasting. We've all been giving you guys examples of fasting. Excuse me. These are all things you need to do so you can get ready to cast out those demons. Because Satan is now hearing everything that we're saying. And we rebuke him in the name of Jesus. And he's going to... He's gonna. Uh, He's going to, like, attack us on those things that we're saying. He's going to hold us to it. we got to make sure that we stand firm in the word of God. Make sure that we're always praying. Make sure we're fasting because he's going to be like, okay, you're speaking on that. Let's see if you really do what you say you're going to do. And remember, this word is for us before it's for you guys. I know I need to be in my prayer more. I know I need, I need to be fasting a lot more that I can do better. And I know that we can all do here do better. And I know so can you. And we're going to get there together. Like she said, She's learning. But I don't know nothing, and I will be the first to say that I know nothing in my mind, that the Holy Spirit gives me everything, that I'll humble myself before God, that God gives me my wisdom, that he gives me everything that I know, and I will get on my knees and I will tell him that I am nothing, that I am dirt, that I am just a young boy that sits on this couch talking to you guys. But all glory goes to God because we're learning together, and that's what we also want to talk to you guys about, that this is why we just come together like this. Instead of sitting down at a table and everything and just trying to give you guys like a preaching, well, this kind of was a preaching, but it was more informal, that we just want to make you guys feel that you guys are at home with us, that we're here to grow spiritually together, all of you, youth, kids, adults watching, everyone. This is so we can all glorify God and get to the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven together, make sure that all of our names are written down in the book of life. Amen. Amen. You have anything else to say? Because I wanted to say something. <laughs> All right, can I go first this time? Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so I want to add on to what Eliana said and what John said. Um, Eliana was basically saying that, like, you can't see 
the air, but you know it's there. And you can't feel the air, but you know it. You know it's there. That's how God is too. You you um you can't see him, but you can feel him. You can go into his presence and stuff. But um when you talk to God and when you're praying and while you're fasting, God wants you to talk to him like he's your best friend. Just like how you talk to your best friends like, oh, I went today to the store. Um, I went to church today and I did this. How you explain your whole day um, with your best friend. That's how God wants you to be with him. When you talk to God and when, he, when you're praying, it's aire fresco para él. It's fresh air for him. He receives your prayers, and then he blesses you. It's not, it's, I know, like, how he's saying it's, it's hard these times. It's not how, like, back then where you would see an angel and you would go fight him to get your blessing. No, it's harder these times is where we're fasting and we're praying to get our blessings, and it's harder these times. And Jonathan was going to say something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to actually say two things, but I'm going to talk about one thing first. It's because, bro, I don't know if my mind is working hard right now. <laughs> he's falling asleep. Um, but what's it called? I wanted to say that in, in, the, in the scriptures, it says that we will do greater things than Jesus. But sometimes most people use that scripture, and then, but they're not actually living that scripture. How we, how, what's one way we can actually live that scripture is by fasting, is by praying, is by being in communication with God. But if we're not in that consistent, we're fasting, we're not, we're not like communicating with God 24-7, then how are we going to be greater than Jesus? It's not possible because if I want to go pray for somebody, I can't go pray for somebody that's like, um, I don't want to say like too, too, I don't want to go too spiritual because I know most people, if you guys are new, you guys won't understand what I'm talking about. But those that already know, you guys will understand. But I don't want to go too spiritual because then I don't want to confuse you. Um, but um, okay, that, that, and then I have another thing to, to say. I, um, when I was in, no, when I recently converted, I had a friend and I love this friend with like, you know, I loved him with all my heart. He was very, um, he was very close to me. And I had told him, like, I had told him, you know what, like, like Jesus loves you, you know. You got Jesus loves you. You gotta, you gotta come to him, you know. And I was talking to him. And I was telling him like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta fast and this is that. Oh man, I think I lost my train of thought. Oh, right. I think I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, my guys, this uh, come back. I'll, I'll say yeah. something. You have something to say? Um, I have two verses I want to share, uh, really quick. Um, the first verse has only three, three words, so I'll just say that first. Um, the first verse is, um, from. Primera de Tesalicenses 4-7 or 5-7 and it says Ora sin censar pray without how do you say pray, just pray without like stopping just pray, have a goal of what you're going to pray for and pray for it with everything you have what's Don't, the Bible um, Primera de Tesalicenses 5 um, I'm pretty sure in English it's the same thing. Pray without, I just don't know the, the word. Um, Jesus is going to hear, like Jonathan said, it's like a direct telephone right to God. Pray for whatever you're going to pray for. Just don't worry about your surroundings. It is going to be hard sometimes, especially with when we have our phones. And when we hear that first ding, the notification, we just got to go check it out, whether it's from Guadalupe, from like Instagram, or from like, I don't know, whoever you watch on YouTube. Where as soon as you hear the notification, you automatically get distracted from your communication with God. Another verse I wanted to share with you is um, from, if Jonathan could read it in English, um, Filipenses 4, 6. Yeah. Um, the Bible says, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, do not worry about anything. Instead, pray to God about everything. Ask him to help you with the things that you need and thank him 
for his help. Notice how the Bible it says need. Like I said earlier, God is not going to give you what you want when you fast or when you pray. It's not going to be about what you want. It's going to be about what you need. It's about what's going to get you to heaven. It's about what's going to get you to the gates of heaven. Um, all your worries, everything will just, all of, all of your worries, all your stress, and everything that you need, all you need to do is just get on your knees, bow down, and pick up. It, basically, it's like picking up the phone, and God is ready to listen to you. And, yeah, that's all I wanted to share. I like what he said about, oh, you something to say? Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. I, I like what he said, um, this first verse, pray without, I think the word is ceasing. Another word for ceasing is stopping. I like that. And what I'm about to say, all glory goes to God because I'm just still learning. But I've said it on part of my testimony that when I first got converted, as Jonathan too, I first started coming to this church. Um, we were cleaning up the whole entire church, you know, deep cleaning it. And it was a hot day. And after, my dad was like, oh, we're going to go get ice cream for the youth. So we went right up to the corner to get ice cream. And there was a kid, and he was, um, he was handicapped, and he was in a wheelchair. And my dad was like, um, to the mom, is it okay that we pray for you and your son? And then, so the mom was like, yes, like we're going through hard times and everything. Please, could you pray for me? And my dad looks at me and is like, all right, John, pray. And I was like, huh? Yeah. Like, pray? Like, what? I was only a Christian for like like two months. Like I, I just got into it. I was like, pray. Like I don't know how to pray. Like what do you mean? I, I don't I don't know what that is. And she we all got hands and everything. She's like, all right, John, you're gonna pray. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't know how to I don't know, I don't know how to pray. Like what do you mean? Like she's like, okay, pray, John. I was like, what? So I started praying, and it was like short. And then, like I said, amen, and that was it. And we get into the car, and she tells me, never say you don't know how to pray because it's not you. It's the Holy Spirit. And ever since then, I, I kept asking God. I kept praying and fasting for, to learn how to pray. So God give me that wisdom. And now I can pray. Oh, I'll pray. <laughs> I talk about, I'll pray for hours. I'll start just talking. But it's not me. It's the Holy Spirit that's in me. That all glory goes to God. That The Holy Spirit now takes over my mouth and just lets it go. And the next thing you know, when we have the Helios, we're praying on the altar. And it's like two, excuse me, two hours have passed by. And we didn't even realize it. Because we're praying without ceasing. If you really want that, what, you, what you're seeking for, you're not going to stop. Jonathan, is something you wanted to add oh, to yeah, that? No, yeah, I remember why, the, why I told you guys the story about my friend. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> yeah, this guy. about what Karen said. Um, she said, oh, dang, okay, okay, wait. Let me not forget. Me, okay, she said, she was talking about how when you pray, you got to come to God as a friend. Oh, thank, thank you, Lord. I didn't forget. Okay. So what I told my friend, because he didn't know anything about God, and he was just like, I wanted him to come to God, you know, but I guess I planted the seed, but God, um, God has to do the rest, right? So, I, he went, I told him, I was like, bro, like, if you're going to pray to God, oh, my bad, if you got to pray to God, I'm closing my eyes because I don't want to forget, like, if I look at something, I'm going to forget, <laughs> but um, I told him, when you, gotta, when you pray to God, you got to be like a friend, like, just tell him, like, you know what, I'm a sinner, my family's all messed up, this, is that, and I was telling him, but then I told him, you got to do it respectfully, don't be like, because he was low-key gangster. I told him, don't be like, hey, that's it. Like, I know you're up there. Don't be like that. You got to be like, Lord, here I am. Forgive me of my sins. Like, respectfully. But, yeah, that's all I got to say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> fasting and praying, when you're fasting and praying, you're going to see a change. You're going to see a change. I promise you that. Vas a ver un cambio en tu vida. Vas a ver cambios en not only in your life, but in other people's life. You're going to see a change. I promise you that. 
you gotta grab God like when you were little, you would grab onto somebody's feet and they'll drag you all the way. Or when you didn't want your parents to leave and you would hold them tight when they would leave you from school. That's how you gotta grab yourself to God. Así te tienes que agarrar al Señor. You gotta grab Him and not let Him go. When fasting and praying, just grab onto God and be like, I'm not gonna let you go. I'm gonna see a change in not only me, I'm gonna see a change in my family, I'm gonna see a change in my friend's life, I'm gonna see a change in other people's lives. I'm gonna see our society grow different. I'm gonna see my church grow differently. Oh, it's preach. when you gotta grab yourself and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, I, I don't know fine. if I lost you. I, I but I, I like what what she was going with it. That that's powerful. Like Let's get deep for a second, youth and parents out there, that if you look outside, what do you see? You see the world and everything. You see coronavirus still happening. You see babies dying out there. You see kids dying. You see families being separated. Maybe your family out there might be getting separated. Your family might be going through divorce. Your family might be going through hard times. Your parents might be doing drugs. You might be doing drugs or alcohol. You may be stuck in the world. Something's going on. Right now, I don't know. Only you and God and your family knows what's going on. And I know you're not happy with what's going on. How can you change that? You can change that by fasting and praying. That if you really, if you really want that change, if you really want to see change and the glory of God to descend upon you, start praying, start fasting. But then you just can't start praying and fasting like, oh, Lord is not changing anything in my life. Remember, God is a God of order and God has a plan for everything. So sometimes you're going to be praying and fasting for something. But that change you might not see because that's not what God wanted. Like, I remember when our family was going through something, we were praying, we were fasting, but God had different plans for us. And we could sit, sit down and we can get angry with God and like, oh, God, we prayed and fast. We all had the faith. We hold it tight to you. And you didn't. You weren't there. Where were you? God was there. But remember that God does things sometimes we don't understand. So if you're going to be praying and fasting, don't give up. You're going to see the glory of God eventually. And now we're seeing the glory of God, of everything that what we're going through. That it's for the bigger picture. I'm telling you guys that it's going to change. We're, we're here because I'm telling you this because we've all gone through it. Maybe not Jonathan because he's falling asleep over there. I'm not falling asleep. <laughs> I'm just messing with him. I'm just messing with you. But I believe that if we all come together as a community and as churches and we all came united, all of our churches, it doesn't matter what church you're from, and we prayed and fasted together, I believe that would be so beautiful in God's eyes. And like Karen said, it would be like the wind in God's face and that we would really start seeing a movement, a change going on. I would love to go out and start a movement of just a, a communities getting together. But I, I know first I have to talk to God about that, and God will give me the plans and everything of how, to, how things are going to go. But I would love for us to do that so we can move God's heart truly. Anybody else would want to say anything? Oh, um, yeah. In order, for us to have, in order for us to have that change in our life, um, just like Karen said, you need to have that strong relationship with God. You need to hold on, grip onto him tight. Um, one thing I'm going to say is that once you have the relationship with God, everything will seem a bit harder, like worldly-wise. Like you, the devil will try and attack you, try and pull you away from that. You'll probably even get busier. You'll, you're just going to be a lot of obstacles in the way. But spiritually, you're going to feel at peace. You're going to feel less anxious, less stressful, less depressed, or whatever, you're, whatever it is you're feeling or you're facing. Um, I will use me as an example. Once I had my own relationship with God, like with me and just him, I see God as like, um, 
now we say we are like like God is like our father, but our bestie. He's our best friend. He's he's there. He's there for when you need him, when you need to rant, or when you need someone just there. Um, everyone's relationship with God is different. Um, some others are more uh, whatever it is. But God knows you. God has pulled you in from whatever it is that you came from. Um, as just grip on tight and enjoy the ride. All right. So um, to finish up and to wrap everything, it's one major thing also that you guys should learn is that don't fast when you're in trouble. Because most most of the time we're fasting because they we're like, oh, I'm I'm having problems with my family, or you're saying, oh, I'm having problems with this and that, and they're like, okay, I'm gonna start praying now. No, you have to fast in the good times and in the bad times. Yes. That's when you're gonna see a change. And um, so basically, we're done here, and. Who's yeah. praying us out? Right, Isaiah's going to pray us out. Right. Amen. Um, incline your heads, please. Um, I'm going to do a quick prayer. Thank you, God, for this day you have given us. Thank you, God, because we are all here. We are all fine. Those here in the church and those there watching us from home, we're thank you because you've given us so much reasons to be grateful for. Thank you because for right, I am here right now saying thank you to you. There's millions and thousands of reasons that you've given us to be grateful for and thankful for. Please protect those who are right now who are watching us and those who aren't, those who are struggling, and those who are doing just fine. We are in these, especially in these times. We need you. We need your holy. We need your Holy Spirit now more than ever with temptations and obstacles that may come in our way. Um, thank you for the pastors of this church and the youth leader who is always there when we need them. Thank you because your word is always there constantly telling us what to do so we can keep going on the right path and we can feel less and less and less more of the whatever it is the world is tempting us with. Um, in the name of Jesus and the Father, the Father and the Holy Ghost, Jesus, amen. 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 We thank you guys for tuning in with us and just watching and sitting down with us and enjoying your Tuesday evening. We'll be back next Tuesday with five special guests. And these five special guests, let me tell you, mm-hmm, mm -hmm, they're from all over the world. I'm talking like deep over the world. I'm talking like deep from Mexico. I'm talking about from Africa. I'm talking Europe, France. You guys are from Tree. And I, I know I say that a lot, but this time they're, they're, they're flying in. Like these people are flying in. They're right. like three blocks away, guys. Yeah, they're like three blocks <laughs> away. <laughs> they're going to be driving here, you know. I'm just saying. But I'm glad you guys came with us and, and had a good time with us. I hope you guys had a good time. My hope name you is. you guys learned something in it, it stayed in your heart so you can yes. share it with others. And remember, God loves you. He died on the cross for your sins. Amen. Anything to say? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, take care, guys. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you, guys. Yeah. See you love you guys. Benny Sones. Amen. Hallelujah. See you guys later. later. See you guys later. Thank you guys. Amen. Hey, remember, God loves you. Amen. Share this with your families, your neighbors, and everyone. Share it with your dogs, your uncles, and everybody. Oh, yep. <laughs> Thank you guys for everything. Thank you guys. Don't worry about the highlighter. <laughs> oh, oh. Thank you guys. Bye, See you later. Bye everybody. Bye. Take care. Bye. See you guys, everyone. We love you guys. Bendisones, kisses, and everyone. Remember, Bye. we're open every day, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. If you need prayer, come to us. We'll See be guys. here. Take care. Bye. We'll see you later. All right. We're signing out. Stay safe. <laughs> Later, Woo! guys. God is good. Six feet. Oh, yeah, six oh, yeah. feet. Oh, yeah, super six feet. Oh, six feet. Sorry. Excuse me. Six feet.
Thank you. Bruh. Bye, everybody. Take care. Later, guys. Take care. We See love you guys. <laughs> See you later. Bye. All right. Jehová, sobre el espandero, sobre la trompeta en honor a Jehová.